Welcome to the Harmonia Early Music Podcast. I'm Janelle Davis. We're featuring the Munich Baroque soloists this week on the podcast with two of their recent recordings. First, a 2014 Hansler release, and music from one of the Baroque era's all-time favorite composers, Antonio Vivaldi. After that, concertos by the little-known Johann Zach on a 2013 Music Museum release. The Vivaldi recording opens with a chamber concerto for flute, oboe, violin, bassoon, and continuo. It closes with another of the same configuration. In between are solo concertos that feature several of those instruments individually, the highlights being the concertos for double reeds. just a taste of Vivaldi's B-flat major bassoon concerto played by Catherine Lazar. Other especially nice tracks on the disc include Dorothea Zell in the second movement of the D major flute concerto, presented with an easy and subtle inégalité, and the clear and unhindered sound of Andreas Helm in the C major oboe concerto. Of the two chamber concertos, the playing in the one that closes the program, the G minor concerto, was most engaging, especially the first two movements, the third movement being a little overdone for my taste. In these chamber concertos, Vivaldi writes as if for a good jazz combo, alternating in and out of solos that show off each instrument's best qualities. difference in sound between solo concertos and chamber concertos on this recording is not immediately apparent because the Munich Baroque soloists use the minimum number of players necessary, only one to a part. Perhaps I've just gotten used to hearing Vivaldi with a section of violins joining in on the tutis, the amassed group sound really setting the soloist apart. But with a one-per-part setup, you do gain clarity. You also lose a degree of contrast. Though for different reasons, I find myself liking the results of both approaches. Let's listen once again back to a solo concerto that features Robin Michael 
and the very cleanly played G minor cello concerto. soloist's first recording, and it's a really solid one, on the most part thoughtfully expressed and carefully nuanced. We get to hear more from them on another recording of concertos, this one music by Jochen Zach. Anyone who knows me well also knows that I'm a second movement kind of girl. I'm just a sucker for slow movements, and usually base my opinion of a composer on his or her ability to write a good slow movement. And Zach, well, he passed the test. Here's a bit of his very beautiful Larghetto from the B-flat major oboe concerto. You can hear that Zach's style is different than Vivaldi's, and he's also a little later in the music history timeline. Just how much later, though, isn't immediately clear. There's some question concerning Johann Zach's birth date. Everywhere I looked listed it as 1699, but Munich Baroque soloists clearly listed as 1713 in their program booklet. Hmm, I couldn't make heads or tails of it. Gratefully, though, the ensemble was kind enough to answer my emails, and here's what I learned. Zach's birth date has long been in question. A 19th century biographer estimated that Zach was born around 1705. Then another researcher, Carl Michael Coma, in the 1930s found evidence that he thought pointed to a birth date of 1699. And that's what all the records, including the Oxford Music Dictionary, have since reported. But research and discovery is ongoing, and dictionaries, even respected ones, aren't always infallible. Recently, Tomas Slavichki, while writing his dissertation, found a record in the archive of the Prague Convent of the Brothers of St. John of God that indicated the Zach born in 1699 
wasn't the composer in question, but rather his cousin by a similar name. Go figure, there seems to be strong evidence pointing towards a 1713 birth date. I loved learning about the different theories of Zach's birth date and only wish the information would have been printed in the program note included with this recording. Zach's birth date may be a bit convoluted, but his music is firmly rooted in the 18th century Galant style. Let's listen again to a quirky movement of one of Zach's harpsichord concertos. Anne-Marie Dragositz is the soloist. One final track I'd like to play is the pleasing movement from Zach's G major flute concerto, made even more special due to the fact that it is recorded here for the first time in its original configuration with basset horns in the orchestra rather than natural horns. Just to refresh your memory, a basset horn isn't a true horn, it's actually a member of the clarinet family, and it adds a unique timbre to the piece. These recordings of Vivaldi and Zach from the Munich Baroque Soloist sound like ones that you'd like to add to your library. You can find more about them on our website. Just visit harmoniaearlymusic.org. While you're there, have a look around at our archive of blogs, podcasts, and shows and visit our online shop where a portion of your purchase benefits Harmonia. This has been the Harmonia Early Music Podcast. I'm Janelle Davis. Thanks for listening. Thank you.